0: First off, we are not the same, nigga. I ain't never ever tucked the chain, nigga. I don't care if it was Debo in front of me. I'm the ruler, I'm the Don, that's who run the shit. We double park, cause it's finna get violent. Holla at me when you Randy Moss a Body. My attitude, bitch, I feel like John Gotti. The only way I see us having it is my way. Niggas getting stale faces when I switch lanes. Karate chopping, I got it from my sensei. All this talking from behind, can we speak on it? If I ever crossed the line, it was 300
1: yo 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 what's going on sports family man and we back at it again with another episode of mike and friends and today you know it's the usual suspects checking into the building man you got my guy nate checking in from the west coast aka the best coast what's going on with it
2: man i'm all good bro uh nice day nice uh december day in la like 75 so i can't really complain
1: Word, word, word. It didn't got a little bit warm too. It, it, it didn't got back up to 65 out this way, man. You know, okay, it was, down, it was down to like 30, so it was getting really real for a little point in time. You feel me? You still <laughs> out in Atlanta? Yeah, I just uh, I just slid up to here to the bill for a little couple of days, and I'm about to be back okay.
2: there in a few but yeah and atlanta y'all need to y'all need that warm weather because y'all need to stay outside the cribs and the strip clubs man y'all need some outdoor activity now hey man hey we we
1: gonna get (laughs) all of that we gonna get to all of that best believe best believe and uh we gonna have my homie jay kyle checking in and a few he gonna be logging on in a second so when y'all see him pop up we gonna get into it with him but let me pay the bills real quick man um this whole podcast is being presented by National Sports Chat. Make sure you go over there, uh, follow us on IG, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Like, comment, subscribe, everything. Tell me and Kendall what up, and uh, we'll make sure we definitely reach back out to you. Um, then this this podcast is being sponsored by and brought to you by TOB Sports. And so make sure you go over there, like, comment, subscribe on everything, YouTube, IG, Periscope uh Facebook and uh tell day we said what up but other than that man we're gonna go ahead and get into this first topic man Let's I to No, I need to get your thoughts on this Floyd Mayweather versus Paul no versus Logan Paul not Paul Logan <laughs> <laughs> versus Logan Paul I I need to uh definitely get your thoughts on this who what do you think is gonna happen do you think this is a good move for Floyd or do you think this is a bad move? What's your thoughts? Man,
2: I think that uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting development in the sport of boxing in general. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like it's the age of the troll, like trolls are finally getting what they want. You know, they're getting the exposure and they're getting a the chance to make something happen. You know, right. it happened with uh Jake Paul, you know, mm-hmm. knocking Nate Robinson out, not to say he was a fighter, but you know, he, he a YouTuber, you know? So we finally getting the age of the troll and like the mm-hmm. age of the athlete to, to mesh. So, you know, I'm not mad at seeing celebrities if they want to come in the ring and get knocked out, Cause that's what's gonna happen with Floyd Mayweather, man. He's yeah. still forty. He's forty plus years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Logan Paul is bigger than him, but uh, man, this Floyd Mayweather, man, he's not gonna step out in the ring and lose to a YouTube influencer. I don't see that under any circumstance. But yeah, I'm. You know, maybe Floyd spent his money too quick, or he see the money Mike making because it's like, bruh, I don't see. I don't see why he would take this fight, bro.
1: That's a that's a good. You know,
2: Look, and he doing he doing forex right too. Huh? It's not like I got he doing forex too. I ain't got nothing against Forex, but he's doing IML, you know. So I uh, I don't know. I'm not here to count no pockets, but this seemed like a money grab to me from Floyd.
1: Man, like I don't <laughs> think because a lot of people been saying, What's up, uh that bow one DJ, what's up to you, man? Uh I don't think this is like of course it's a money grab for Floyd, but I don't mm. think he, like needed like i don't think he, i
2: don't think he's starving either there's no way he could be starving. he could sell half the cars in his lot and be right back up if he yeah.
1: and it's like man i i think floyd is just he one of them guys that's like all right if i fight this guy i could go out here and make what 20 million dollars. Well, why won't i get 20 million dollars and it's probably gonna be like eight or ten rounds or you know what i'm saying even if it is ten rounds 20 million dollars mm. in, in 30 minutes you feel me so it's like but a the no,
2: threat but, but at cold. the same time at the same time it's like imagine he do somehow get knocked out then it's like damn floyd caught his first l to a non-professional boxer i mean i'm not I, I have no reason to think that's gonna happen to floyd but you know just the facts are that dude is one. you know that was kind of the same issue nate Robinson had he's one, mm. he's a little bigger you know, not to say he got any type of skill even close to the Floyd level. Uh, mm-hmm. Floyd's dude, but you know, I mean, he's a big dude. You know, you got that that threat of the one punch could ruin the whole legacy. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want that to happen. That's a one,
1: I don't even because they use excuse me, they usually say that's a one percent chance with boxers. He's right. not a boxer. You know what I'm saying? Even right. though he a professional, praying like that's probably like a tenth of a percentage chance, like. Floyd is not gonna get hit by any punch.
2: Like I'm yeah, he's I'm not gonna get hit, hit by, by a professional probably. boxer.
1: Yeah, like he hardly get hit by boxers. So <laughs> get hit by this guy, I'm sure Floyd probably won't even get touched, especially to the face. Like that's no, another, and I mean, the I just
2: I, I just saw the Mike Tyson fight. I didn't think the Mike Tyson fight was that exciting. I think yeah. Nate Robinson getting knocked out really kind of saved that card. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people wanna see stuff like this, but at the same time, it's kind of silly uh you know i'm not gonna say it compromises the sport of integrity the integrity of boxing because there's some really good boxers out there especially in the lightweight heavyweight you know i think the sport of boxing right now coming back to relevance so i think floyd's just seeing that he's like you know what how can i make some money on the back end uh i respect it i don't see the long-term play with this but i think it's i think it's dangerous though i do think it's kind of dangerous
1: and that's the thing like i'm sure floyd he is he always assesses the danger whenever he does mm-hmm. exhibition uh matches and stuff like that, so I know he already's knowing like you know what's going on, but i in my eyes this is a this is a no chance for an ill for him this is easy money thirty minutes no brainer like Floyd does this floyd been going out there fighting for thirty six minutes getting three hundred million you know what I'm
2: saying like True. So, so what's another what's no another brainer. twenty million at forty years old.
1: Yeah. So this, this is a no brainer, but uh I what I did notice this is gonna be um through a different um I guess sponsor or something like this. It's, it's not Yeah, it's through,
2: not it's it's not one of the boxing affiliates. It's like yeah, I, I think it's it's not through Triller, is
1: it? No, it's not through Triller either. So that's what I'm saying. Like I wonder if they're gonna do something to have Snoop, you know what I'm saying, come on there because Snoop and Floyd does have they do have a good relationship. So man, I I think that'll like that'll be needed for an event like this because we're about to watch real class boxing versus a YouTuber. You know what I'm saying? Like right. this is just gonna when we gotta have somebody commentate this, or they or they know they're gonna pretty much lose out on money, but we'll see like in the further developments, because this is going to take place on February twentieth, so we'll see like how like what they're doing with the ticket sales and like well not ticket sales but pay per view and not like yeah, they definitely know, gonna know, have some
2: ticket sales too because where know? where is that do you know where it is
1: I don't know I just know it's uh February it maybe I, I have
2: a feeling they're gonna do it in a state where it's gonna allow some fans just to get some of that revenue back up. If yeah. I were them, that's what I would do. Maybe yeah. go down there to Texas, at, like you know, Texas.
1: For sure. I yeah. definitely look like I definitely look at a Texas, but I I don't know if anything, if they're not able to do that, then it's probably gonna be a Vegas or or For LA. Like, sure. you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it'll just be interesting uh to see what they do with that. I, I definitely wanna see and that and it's a good thing that you brought it up because I had somebody tell me, like, man, you think Floyd going broke? I'm like, man, I don't I
2: don't know,
1: man. <laughs> I, I I don't think so.
2: Well Nah, it's, it's no way for We're really going broke, but at the same time, this sounds like a money grab to me. Like you just said, I mean, that fight with Pacquiao, I mean, that that was $300 million, you know. Yeah. But when, win or lose, you know, I think he had like $180 million guaranteed. But it's like, you know, this is just, I, I just don't really see, is this that big of a draw? Like, is, is Logan Paul that big of a YouTuber? I don't He's think so personally. Bigger He's bigger than his brother? He's bigger than his brother. Something. Okay, well, I'm... I mean, he must be doing well for himself. I mean, in the stuff that I follow, I don't really see his, you know, content.
1: Yeah. I, you know, Floyd, like Floyd, like <laughs> you said,
2: he's smart. He's going to assess the situation. He's not going to step in that ring if he knows it yeah. could compromise his legacy. So, you know, I look for him to go out there and put out a show.
1: hmm I, I, I definitely don't, and I'm, I'm not one of those guys. I don't think Floyd hurting for no cheese. Like, like you said, I, don't, I, I just, I can't see it, man. He didn't it's make- hard to see. Do we have a gamble? Does he have a gambling problem? I don't know. I know he does gamble a lot. I don't know if it's a problem, but you know, everybody gamble every now and again.
2: And <laughs> people Floyd, do you sports, I and mean, he got yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars, hopefully, if he saved up right. I mean, Floyd's not a dumb guy. He may not be the most literate dude, but you know, yeah. he's not a dumb individual. I think he understands the concept of money because I yeah. haven't heard about him going broke. A lot of people with that type of money, they go broke pretty quick. So, you know, right. I think he's doing the right thing. This one is kind of sus, and he doing IML, you know, forex uh, marketing now, which is kind of also a little sus. But you yeah. know, he, he some, doing the same.
1: Don't give me; it's some sus bags out there. I ain't gonna <laughs> definitely been some sus bags he's been picking up, and I ain't mad at it. But it, it's just it's it's sus. It's like
3: ah, three hundred. It's like hey, you interesting.
2: It. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with the bank, bro? You, yeah. about to, you got so, it. Right
1: we'll see man because you know floyd of them guys he always i don't know i i think it's just him being money motivated by money so much that it just is what it is like man he gonna do whatever to get that dollar and there's nothing wrong you know what i'm saying with that as not that's who he is you know what i'm saying that's Floyd is, and morally is. responsible you feel me yeah but uh let's go ahead and get into this next one uh we got PG and we and me and Cot was talking last week. We ended up just talking about D-Wade to finish up the episode. Cause I'm like, man, I, I want Nate here because this is his team. We got PG. He he threw Doc Rivers under the bus. So I gotta get Dick your whole reaction to this. Do you think PG got a point? Is there some validity to it? Uh I'll let you rock out.
2: Man, um I was really disappointed again by Paul George with these comments, dude. It's kind of I feel like it's just too many excuses and the stuff you saying just wasn't valid. Like doc rivers was not using him as a catch-up spot up shooter. Like he did not operate the game like JJ Reddick at all. Like I go back and watch some Clipper highlights. You know, I watched some of those Nugget highlights. He had a lot of one-on-one opportunities, which I guess is what he's saying his game is. Um, And he just didn't capitalize. So I can't really say, obviously you got to place a little bit of blame on coaching, but I can't fully sit here and say, that Doc Rivers is the reason that he choked in the playoffs because he did it again with Billy Donovan before he came to the uh, Clippers. So can I really put that blame on Doc Rivers? No. And I like how Doc Rivers responded. I think he took the high note, but at the same time, he, you know, he came a little cocky with it. He said, well, the guy sitting right next to me in Ty Lu is your coach now. So, you know, it's not going to be too much different. And uh, this is just kind of the stuff that, that continues the narrative about the Clippers and them being kind of soft and them being the little brother in LA, like, Always making excuses. Kawhi came out, you know, he kind of took it to the chin. He said it hurts, but, you know, he's excited to come back out there. But Paul George, man, it's just like, that's just not true. You weren't coming off pin downs all year. Like, you were not solely a spot-up shooter. I've seen him, you know, be a lead ball handler for us at times. You're not know, seeing him come off screen, pick and roll. So, for him to say use that as an excuse for his postseason success, if that's what he was doing, I'm not really cool with that. <laughs> Not at all, and I one thing I can
1: say, like with this, I feel like he just shouldn't have said anything at all. You know what I'm saying like it's it's something mm. it's just good not to even speak on, you know, and i I think like this is one of those things, just because no matter what you always even if it did end terribly, you always want to respect the elders, and not saying yeah. that you know uh Doc Rivers is above any you know criticism or anything like that because he deserves some criticism even i was sure. giving him criticism during the, uh during the playoffs without because of. But i wouldn't
2: say that work. i wouldn't say that that's the criticism though like his yeah paul george like, i wouldn't say that was the the issue with doc i think yeah, his biggest my, issue this was year,
1: just adjustments would with, with die exactly the like it was just like bro we we can't call the time out and i they, you know, what I'm saying they they stop whatever run that that the other team was going on. They get on a little yeah. run, then they just revert back to the other thing. Like, no, you have to be able to make those adjustments and be able to let the team know, hey, this is what we're sticking with. This is this is what's working right now. So that was my biggest the problem with it. But. My biggest
2: issue with Doc was I think that he didn't ever make anybody the lead of ball handler. Well, that and that he never really established a leader, like a leading culture. There was nobody on that team who was like the defined leader. And as yeah. much as it sucks to hear, I
1: wanted to, though, bro. But like, there's
2: always a hierarchy, you know what I'm saying, on every yeah. team. Like you can't lead, leading by committee, it makes sense. But on every championship team that I can vividly remember, there's mm-hmm. usually a top dog. Even if he's not the best player, he's mm-hmm. the guy that the team leads on, you know, in moments like the Clippers series, you know, I mean, the uh, Nuggets series when it started going bad. Um, you know, Kawhi is a very talented guy, but there was really no, high, no structure of leadership there. And you could kind of see that on their chemistry on the court. But yeah. the fact that Paul George went as far to, you know, they didn't really even ask him to say that. If you watch like the transcript of all the smoke, you know, he was just, they were just kind of asking a little bit of like what went wrong this year with the Clippers, et cetera. But for him to just, you know, kind of instantly point to Doc and his utilization, I didn't think that was fair mm-hmm. for Paul George. And I think that's, like I said, some of the stuff that people look at is like, okay, Paul, like, you know, that playoff piece stuff is over. You haven't made it out the first round in six years since you said that. You can't blame Doc Rivers for that. Yeah. And that's why I feel like he sh-
1: just shouldn't have said anything. Because it's always like, dude, whenever you start talking is when things start going terribly wrong for you. Like, terribly like, like, for you.
2: He's, like, he's, he's just know, as like, bad in the media as, as Kyrie to me. Like, yeah. he gives the media exactly what they want.
1: But I would recommend. <laughs> Not I would rather him do what, you know what I'm saying, pull the Kyrie card and not speak to media. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. dude, like it's to the point to where it's like, bro, you you get to talking and it's like no matter what, it's always gonna be get negative after whatever you like, it's gonna always get negative, whether it's your play that gets negative, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'll play off play playoff piece shit, off the just anything, like it's just all like it it goes downhill. Like, well yeah. I, I wasn't what, what, what was it the depression thing in the bubble like bro, I mean, yeah he wasn't oh, he wasn't wow. himself that,
2: that was the first excuse and I'm not going to say you know mental health is not a real thing because obviously it is plenty of players have talked about it from DeMar DeRozan and Kevin Love you know I mean even LeBron touched on it's hard to be away from your fam but yeah everybody has that exact same level playing field you know I mm-hmm. say everyone got the same anxiety but everyone was in that bubble with you so you know I can't really take that as an excuse from Paul George just like I can't take him being utilized incorrectly from Paul George. It just doesn't, yeah. when you watch the games, I mean, it's like how many more looks do you want, you know? Like he was averaging, he was averaging like six or seven points less this year than he was with LKC, but clearly he's not the number one guy anymore, not the number one scorer. Um, I would like to see him next year, have the ball in his hands a little bit more. I think he really got handles. And that's a big part of Paul George's game. People don't talk about, it. he really does have handles he can be a much better playmaker, but, mm-hmm. you know, the whole J.J. Redick and Reggie Miller comparison, I'm like, I don't think anybody that watched the Clippers this year would compare his role to that.
1: My thing is, what does he want to do? Like, do you want to, like, how do you want to get involved? Like, because yeah. that, that ISO shit just ain't going to work, bro. Like, well, do you want to
2: post up? Like, Yeah, like,
1: like, what do you want to do? Like,
2: <laughs> if, if you don't want to ISO, you don't want to post up. If and he's not really good at pick and roll, like there was an article that came out like he was actually one of our worst pick and roll ball handlers last year in terms of efficiency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um But, you know, if you don't want to do those things, the best looks for you are pin downs and are, you know, coming off screens and getting mm-hmm. to the basket, sealing off the defender. But I but for him to say that's all Doc Rivers fought for why his play was so bad. It's like, I don't know, bro. He can't be out on the floor, with you Make missing a shot. shot. <laughs> yeah, like make a shot that that has nothing to do with Doc Rivers. Like yeah, you're like shooting he can't, just
1: he he can't keep scheming up wide open buckets for you. you brick it, Like I'm sorry. Exactly.
2: I'm gonna like stop that. coming to you. I'm gonna stop coming yeah. to you at a certain point.
1: It's, yeah, like it's, it's over with. But I, I definitely just think he he definitely shouldn't have said anything about that. And just focus on even though it was like an interview of him kind of reflecting on the past season. I get it, but just you know, what I'm saying you lost. So just keep trying to move forward and be progressively thinking Combos you
2: know? create change that's that's a pretty solid observation especially after what we've seen you know these past few years but you know it's funny though that, that paul george keeps saying he said i want to be a pacer i want to retire a pacer i want to finish my career in okc i want to finish my career with the clippers so hopefully that means that after this year he might explore something else if we don't if they don't get that championship uh, we may be gone this year I yeah, if, after this year, if the Clippers don't make it to the championship, nah, not, not after this
1: year, during Which the season, is like Harden type time. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh,
2: you think yeah. you think they might be in the play to get James?
1: Man, I would, I would, I would get rid of PG to get Harden. I would like to see Harden and Kawhi. I
2: don't know that. I mean, James is also kind of a playoff fodder too. Maybe know. not as much as maybe not as much as PG though.
1: And I feel like that'd be the better place for him, man. Cause we we see how, you know what I'm saying? We see how Harden giving it up out here. I think he need LA to be cool. You know what I'm saying? LADY I be don't. Cool I,
2: hard, I like this I don't want to see Harden leave Houston, man. I feel like that's his city. But I, I mean is, if I could
1: but it is, it but he the got trade.
2: Have, that's he, not a bad trade though.
1: He is Houston is his city, but he didn't like we and we gonna get to that. Let's go ahead and get into this next All right, for sure. But uh man, we got Harden who who didn't end up showing up to to uh the first day of workouts. Um and a lot of people just were speculating and I, I get it. I, I see like he posted that he was, you know, celebrating his birthday with little baby, you know what I'm saying, and um, you know, gave him a hundred thousand, gave him endless life supply of honey buns gave him a richer meal, watch. You know what I'm saying? Then the next day he was in the strip club, but even that night he was in the strip club. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like there ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, granted, it's a team thing. Like, okay. I'm going
2: to tell you what's wrong with it. It's, Go ahead.
1: Alright, like, you you should want to, especially coming off the COVID and this being <laughs> a small postseason, you should want to get in with your team and do workouts. But if mm-hmm. he chooses to opt out, I don't have no problem with that. Like he hey man.
0: <laughs> Com-
2: combo's great change got me cracking up in the comments. Yeah, it, Cause that was, was, that was that was, was it was kind of it was kind of cringy. It, it was it yeah. was a little cringy. It was it was cool though. It was kind of cringe you though. He like, I yeah. got honey bun, but yeah. <laughs> I got a honey bun I and mean. a honey bun, and he got a Prada bag because he proud of me. Yeah.
1: He said <laughs> and I and I think I don't know, I guess it's just the vernacular down in Atlanta that you know a lot of guys can't talk like that but it was like man you could have said a honey bun and a hundred bun you know what i'm saying or a hundred bun but make sure you yeah. you know, then pronouncing using the right phonics i, but, I, I knew
2: he i, I knew exactly what he was talking about when i saw the yeah, cash but, so. <laughs> but uh you know i'm
1: I, I, oh, I go ahead go ahead um i don't know man i i think hard and don't. I, like I said, it, it would be ideal for him definitely to show up to those workouts and, you know, at least get it in with his team just because of the short postseason. But I can't blame him if he doesn't want to do that, you know, especially going, uh, being disgruntled with uh, the organization and wanting to leave right now. I can't really say he's wrong for not showing up. But if he wants to be put in the best position uh, to win this year, I feel like it's best to get those reps in because reps are limited right now. You know what I'm saying? So sure. I feel like Team who get the most reps in uh, have like some of the greater advantage, even the trashiest teams. You know what I'm saying? Like if Charlotte gets yeah. the reps in, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna be the most.
2: Yeah, gonna be most, <laughs> they be the eventually. most
1: prepared. Yeah. So, uh let me let me get your thoughts on that before I rebut what you're about to say, man. Well,
2: uh, I got I can agree with you. He missed the first workouts. I mean, they weren't mandatory. Uh, yeah. the first set of workouts was a voluntary workout. I think that was Friday when people started checking in. Uh, I mean, he missed it. So what, but when he missed the one that he was scheduled to come in, like the individual workout, I thought that was concerning. I mean, since then he's, um, since then he's reported to camp, but, you know, I just don't really like the way James Harden is going about this. Um, And I don't really compare it to the Anthony Davis situation because Anthony Davis showed up to play, you know, regardless of how disgruntled he was, you know, he felt like he still had a responsibility. One, go out there and earn your paycheck. because You don't get paid the game check, you know, if you don't play. And also, too, you know, that he owed it to the uh, Pelicans fans, you know, that have been riding with him ever since since he got Mm -hmm. in. They may have never brought him a championship or, you know, championship pieces, but, you know, they were big fans. Same with Harden. Like, I don't really know too many Jay Harden fans outside of Houston. Like, that's kind of his city, you know. I don't don't know, man. He got got some fans out there, like, especially. He's from L.A., but I've never seen anybody bust a Harden jersey.
1: Oh man, you gotta get to Atlanta. I think it's just a little baby affiliation thing. But even in uh <laughs> even in uh China and like you know the countries over there, like he's well loved. And that granted, that's because you know the y'all being a part of the Houston Rockets and just mm-hmm. that being deep rooted in the Rockets organization for a long time. But I don't know. I, I think it's the, the he got he got man. a lot or like the younger kids, like it's a lot of for young sure. guys that like him, you know.
2: But I, I like, you know, it's nothing against him, but it's just he should handle it in a better fashion. One, because we're in a pandemic. Hey! Uh, what up, Cot? <laughs> what up, bro? Yeah. What up, boy?
1: What's going on? What's hey, man, about like about I, about I said, time. we was going to have Cot checking in at some time, and we got him in the building all the way from Maryland. My God, Jay Cot, what's going on, man?
0: No, nah, man, can't complain. Bless, man. Happy to be here. Let's talk some good talk.
2: Bless yeah. well, let me. I'm, I'm about to finish up the <laughs> Jay Harden topic. Yeah,
1: um, we, uh, talking about Jay Harden and uh, not showing up to, to camp well, with well, the so workouts the first day.
2: So, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily like it just off the sole fact that one, it's a pandemic, bro. So, you know, like you're endangering the rest of the NBA. Not to say that you know he's going to single handedly give the rest of the NBA COVID, but like this is exactly what the NBA is trying to avoid. Like, this is your oh, profession, but look, look, look. look, look. This is I your can't. profession. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. out there taking pictures at the strip club, taking pictures, like, you know, at parties without masks. Like, that's just generally irresponsible. Not to say, you know, I can't be a hypocrite. I've been out, I've taken pictures, but I'm also not in the public light. And I'm also, that's not my job. You know what I'm saying? My job, his job right now is to report to camp, regardless if he's, you know, disgruntled with the front office. But my whole issue with that is that this is a new front office that hasn't done anything to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a new uh, GM, Raphael Stone. It's a new head coach of Steven Silas, and it's a relatively new roster. Like, you got to try it out because there's not too many teams that are willing to give him the assets. Like, I don't think he's making he's really making himself a, a hot commodity. I saw the Warriors are, you know, uh, not trying to get him he's any. distressed himself. asset right now. Yeah, it's like, you know, just I feel like his best solution is to go out there, hoop on what he has. You know, I think they got a good roster. Christian Wood, John Wall, mm-hmm. Boogie. Uh, so, you know, you got to at least try to make it work, but not showing up to camp, you know, kind of his his behavior is a little iffy to me.
1: But I, I got to pause you, though. I got to pause you because it's like you said, he, you know, he was he wasn't he wasn't kind of protecting the, the NBA players and stuff like that. I get it. But what was what if this was just his last like, man, this is my last food robber for the season. I got to get in here and get active. It's hey, look, a, I feel it's, it's well I, documented that he done blew over M. You feel me? Look, so, I,
2: like, I, I feel that. But at the same time, just don't, <laughs> don't take pictures. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all. Like, I did see a picture of him getting sneaked. He can't control that. But there was a few pictures. I mean, he posing for the camera without a mask. when well, everyone pictures, but look, That's what I'm saying. When everyone knows he's not supposed to be, like, literally the NBA protocol, he's an NBA player. You know, the NBPA that he's a part of agreed to this agreed to the early start, agreed to the training camp at this date. So it's not like he didn't know about this stuff. That's why it's kind of like the schedule wasn't sprung on to James Harden. He's making a conscious effort to kind of disrespect the front office. I mean, I, if little baby's your man's, you know, cool, bro. Go, go to the party, but then, you know, report to camp responsibly. That's all I'm going to say. But it just and doesn't I – mean, I can't – compare. have a full pocket full? Man, I, I can't compare it to the, to the AD situation, like I said, because he I'm showed little, up to work but, hold on.
1: If I'm little baby – it ain't no way I'm not gonna let Harden come if I know all right, First off, Harden got a three hundred seventy million dollar Adidas deal.
2: I mean, he a grown man. He he Harden. can go where he wants. Just the don't fact, get caught up.
1: I need that. I need that Richard Millie. I need them honey buns, and I need that honey
2: bun. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> hey, he could he could have sent all that in a in a package.
0: Facts. <laughs> Well, uh, but I mean, first, I want to address convos create change. Look, man, <laughs> it's not even about that I, <laughs> it's a connection, man. It ain't me, yeah. I, ain't on, I ain't on none of that you talking about, but yeah. Um, nah, man, I, I was a little disappointed at James for this, man. I, I thought it was unprof- a little unprofessional. Um, ultimately, this is a, this is a franchise who's Who's put you on, put you on the map, gave you everything. That's, that you what, that's what I've been saying. Creative, made you the superstar that you are today. Um, So I, I felt like it was a little disrespectful. I think he was trying to send a message like, um, I'm not all the way here, and I, I would like to be traded, which he has come out and publicly stated. But, I mean, I feel like now since that didn't happen, you don't react the way that he reacted back. I feel like it was a little childish, you know what I mean, like not reporting it the cash. I mean, ultimately, I feel like he was pulling his weight, pulling his power. I mean, he's a, he's a, you know what I'm saying? He's a superstar. He He's the face of the franchise, and it's nothing much they can really do. Like, they're kind of like a, a, a his, uh, under his leisure, you know what I mean? So, well, they
2: cannot, they can choose to not pay him if he don't report what I you mean, did end up reporting. That's, they cannot pay him if he decided not to play. So, that's why yeah, Jay Harden, he, he got to play it better. Cause if he's not on, say he's not traded by the season start, what is he not going to, you know, sit out and, not play games, so like to me, it's like, bro, you might as well at least go to camp, try to build the chemistry that you have. If you end up right. getting traded, then it ha- allow it to happen. But at least grow up gracefully, like I said, to a franchise that you know has put him on the map. He's put them on the map relative uh, in the past, like decade or so. So you know, at least give the franchise everything you got until you you're, you know you're off the team,
0: right. I mean and then it's like come on dude like like nate you making some great points about you know just the current situation it's a global pandemic right now you you just out here on ig at parties you know like it's not, <laughs> not caring bro i feel like it's it's just a little unprofessional to me um i, I would have liked to see my my man you know uh you he, he didn't get traded dude just you just got john wall you know what i mean be be you know what i'm saying be professional be about your business, man. Report the cap and make the best of what y'all have. They don't have a bad team down there. I mean, so – and I feel like it kind of hurts his – like he doesn't have the best reputation in the past of being the best teammate. Um, no, he doesn't. So, so it could hurt his stock in the future, you know what I'm saying, as far as further other teams wanting to pursue him. Um, like I said, in the future, you know, to bring him on to another team. I mean, of course, I mean, his talent is, is uh, you know, next level. So that will probably overcome – that that this minute many uh you know this small mishap but ultimately i think that he should he could have handled the situation better
1: so i i got a couple of things this all is right. the, this is the the organization that did give him his shot that did put Harden on the map all that i'm understand this isn't the this isn't the front office that he loves he loves Bill Morey you know what i'm saying he loves dan tony this isn't who he loves anymore. He don't got no 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 loyalty to Steven Silas. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't really But, care, but, but, but the
2: question you know. is, why should he have loyalty to De'Antoni? Like, what has De'Antoni done for Jay Harden that's that great? I mean, he unlocked him. 36.
1: I could come out here and drop 36. That's what he done. That
2: was great. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Steven Silas is going to try to take the ball away from Jay Harden's hand. But realistically, yeah. I think everybody, maybe outside of Jay Harden, Understands that he has to change the way he plays if they're gonna win, if they're going to win meaningful games. You know what I'm saying? I I don't think I don't think that he can just go into a camp like, oh, I just want to put up 36. Like you can still put up 30, but just get some off-ball movement. You feel me? Commit a little bit more on defense. Like if Steven Silas is preaching those type of things, I see no reason why Jay Harden should be that disgruntled. Like they've thrown the money at you, they've gotten you to pieces. Like you said, this isn't that front office, but I mean, that front office didn't get it done. Like yeah. you with that front office didn't get it done. You gotta try to change
1: something up. Yeah. I I guess we'll see how everything turns out, but I, I definitely think Harden's out there. He's out the door. And Kyle, what I yeah, said, too. I think I think he he's headed to LA, man. I
0: think he's heading to LA. We're what, what franchise in LA.
1: Uh, Paul George, see it C in Houston.
2: Oh <laughs> that would be wow. that would be
1: tough. Hold on though. The city of Houston. This is just I just want to put an APB out because I got a couple of homeboys that live in Houston. Your girl is not your girl no more, bro. <laughs> and I, I just got to be honest with you. <laughs> you, got two of the, you got two of the biggest. Y'all, y'all know what Wall doing, Rose Bar. I ain't never been to Rose Bar.
0: Well, nah, I see you. Y'all know what, what,
1: what Ward doing, Rose Bar.
2: You know what I'm saying? Animal in Rose Bar. He, got his jersey, he got his jersey framed on the top of Rosebar.
1: For sure. We've been seeing what Harden been doing around the world. <laughs> so yeah. Houston is a hey. and I think that that what if that's part of the problem? I like, mean, God then brought him over here. And you feel me, I didn't pretty much done ran through everything in the city. Now I need a new city. You know
2: i <laughs> like, I don't
1: know, Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm playing around, but I don't know, man. It, it should be
2: interesting, though. But so you know. who do you, who do you think Jay Harden's getting traded to, though? That's the you question. Who do you think Jay, uh, Jay Harden getting traded to, though? Because Kevin Durant came out today. He said, "Legit, I don't think about Jay Harden. I'm trying to uh championship, basically, which is true. Right you know what I'm saying? They don't right? need much." that's the right thing to say but I'm
1: sure it's like some conversations going on in the background you know what I'm saying and I I feel like that probably hit hard in the wrong way just because how KD handled that like hey man even though they could very well be talking behind the scenes trying to put something together I'm not about to say that I'm about to say the only thing I care about is nigga winning a chip and winning with the pieces I got that's in the building right now
0: (laughs) I'm telling you KD knew that, bro, that, that whole storyline is fabrication. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I don't bro. think it's real, right? KD don't want no parts. He was dead serious. My man know he is the best bucket on the planet. He don't yeah. care about Harden. We don't need Harden. Stop asking me about Harden. We know <laughs> what we got in this building and how we about to win this chip next season. Yeah. So, ain't not tripping on going down to H-Town? Like, let Harden stay stay in little baby function. Like, he not worried yeah. about
1: what <laughs> kind of Hey, man. Harden, if you want to come to Atlanta, I don't know. I don't, don't got no pieces they could trade for you. But if you wait to after this contract up, my boy, hey, <laughs> hey, Atlanta Atlanta got some spots for you. And I know you know because you're always out there. But, man, let's so go ahead and move on to this next one, man. We got uh, – I just wanted to get y'all reaction around the John Wall and Russell Westbrook trade. What's y'all thoughts? Do y'all think that's a good move? Which organization won that trade? Um
0: cod, I'm gonna start it off with you, man. Man. So first of all, I wanna say, man, salute to John Wall. I'm saying good. Solid uh-huh. 10 <laughs> big years. Big. years. <laughs> hey yo. Oh man. Big <laughs> hey, B. That's crazy. <laughs> but no, nah, man. Um uh, shout out to John Wall, man. He gave us a, a solid 10 years, man. I, I can't complain. We uh yeah. he bring no no real significant trophies here but I mean hey he was an exciting player man you know what I'm saying the city embraced him he embraced us I mean I felt like he was um a player who who represented us you know well as far as the grittiness and things we represent but um I'm happy about it man I think it was his time I think it was time to go uh you know everything it just wasn't it wasn't gonna happen man like you you go through you you use the same formula over and over again it doesn't work then you got to switch it up and I think that's that was the time. Um, I, I like the trade. I think personally, that we won,
1: this the same um,
0: formula though? You said
1: what? Do you think this the same formula with Wall? I mean, with, with I don't. With
0: I him? don't. Maybe a couple reasons why. mean a couple reasons why. Um, I feel like Russell Westbrook. First of all, I, I think he's more dependable as far as staying on the court. Um, he he he. I, th- I feel like he can blend more. He's a culture setter um, with his intensity. The games are slightly different. I mean, Russ. I mean, his, 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 let's let's be real. He's had a better career than John Wall by um, far, like, like <laughs> in, in his prime. And I, I feel like Russ still has a lot in the tank. I, I I feel like he didn't he didn't perform um as, to the best of his abilities in Houston because I mean we all knew that wasn't a good fit the way that Houston plays like it doesn't fit his game. Um, but uh, I I feel like he can he can uh, thrive here in Washington. Um, and then I heard an interview today. Uh, it was. Man, you know, I, it wasn't even that, it was Russell Westbrook, and he came out and said that um, his main focus is learning Brad Bill and, and trying to elevate Brad's game, take him to the next level. So he he understands how long how, you think
1: that's gonna last, though. Yeah, you gotta realize, <laughs> I, I,
0: think that, I think that a player of Russell Westbrook's caliber. Yeah, he, he, players evolve, they don't stay the same throughout their whole career. He realizes he's 32 years old and he realizes that. Brad has been here. This is this is he's the franchise right now. He he realizes that. I think he does. Um so I I feel like this is a good situation. Um and, and yeah, I'm happy about the move, man. I think that he's a, he's a he's a culture setter. He's going to bring intensity um both ends of the floor. And I, I like his mindset coming into to the to the situation. I, I mean, I don't know whether he has a good PR team or, or that's how he really feels, but I got a good feeling about the move, man. Um, I, I think it was just time for for Wall to, you know, venture out, you know, yeah. go to other places. I mean, they came out and said that that the his relationship between him and Bill was always solid and everything was just media, was just fabrication um, as far as them having beef and things like that, which I can agree with. But as um, is kept. I do think Wall kind of felt a little some type of way that oh, Bill – sure that that bill came in and kind of took over the franchise while he was out um you just notice it on on social media how the wizards are promoting who they promote more and i feel like he did kind of feel you know a little some type of way about that but so i mean like i said it was a good run it was a good run for wall but i I like the move and plus we traded for john wall and it it was a a pick. Uh, a pick, but it was lottery protected, so uh, that's a yeah. great move on our part. So, Bro, we you think
1: still... they uh, they won the The wizard, I think, I
0: think we won the trade. No, okay. honestly, I'm not, I'm still not quite sure. Um, I'm not sold on Wall right now. I don't, I don't think that. I mean, he looks like he's gained weight to me. Um, yeah. he looks solid in, in the videos I've seen, but come on, this is a dude who you can be have elite explosion. I don't see that. Um, so, me neither. I, mean, I mean, I hope he comes back. Uh, just, just cause I, I mean I rock a wall, but yeah. I hope he comes back to who he was. But I, I don't, I don't see it personally. So, yeah. um, and it's obviously something the Wizards were seeing yeah. behind the scenes too to make him want to make that move. So, okay. um, so I'm, I'm happy with it, and I think the Wizards won.
2: Nate, let me get your thoughts, man. Man, I can't even believe this is really a question. Uh, I <laughs> think the Wizards won this trade by far. I yeah. don't think John Wall has really. At any point of their careers, been better than Russell Westbrook. Uh, I think people are really sliding Russell Westbrook. I mean, he hasn't won a championship, but that can't really be the gold standard. Like, he, you know, people were saying it was kind of his fault for the Paul George situation, how that kind of fell off. Like, no, when Paul George came to the Clippers, he did the same thing. They were kind of blaming him for the uh, for the James Harden situation this year. He did the same thing with Chris Paul. Did the same thing with Dwight Howard. The same personnel. Even Kevin Durant, you know, not to say I'm not going to sit here and blame Russell Westbrook for their shortcomings. Like, you know, they were pretty good right. one too. They got to the finals as a young duo. They ran into the Warriors. You know, like I can't necessarily say that's all Russell's fault. Like KD definitely took some blame in that too. But we're talking Fact. about a MB- we're talking about a we're Fact. talking about an MVP Fact. caliber Fact. player, though.
1: Fact. But when you shooting more shots than KD in a playoff,
2: he didn't shoot more shots in, the, in that in that Warrior series. Yeah, you but, said, but you know. He didn't shoot more shots than KD in that Warrior Series. I
3: but,
2: but, like, this this would – you know, we're talking about an MVP caliber player when he's at his best. And we're talking at his worst, he's still a 27-7-7 and guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Wizards haven't had that in two years. They haven't even had a lead floor general. For all the things Russell can't do, look at all the things he can do. Like Kai said, provide energy at all times of the game he's never going to be disinterested in the game you're getting an elite competitor you're getting a much better and reliable athlete than John Wall I mean he's not bad like look at the things he was doing for like a two-month period last year like before the shutdown of the season he had kind of caught his rhythm with uh with James Harden and like I said he knows what his role is his role is to come in and support Bradley Beal you can't be sure what you got in John Wall and for them to even get a pick out of it like you know they did a they did a, sal- a max salary for max salary swap, but one of the players has played in- has played the last two years, and one hasn't. So I mean, off that basis alone, you're getting a much better player, in my opinion. And I don't think that it'll be a- like the Eastern Conference guards. I mean, Kimball Walker, his you know he he's getting surgery on his knee. You got Kyle larry you got the Fred Van Vlees, I mean, you got Drew Holiday, but those guards aren't none of those guards are really better than Russell Westbrook. I think that gives them one of the best backcourts in the NBA.
0: Definitely.
1: I, I'm not mad at the at the move. I definitely think it was a move that had to be made because, like everybody knew, Russ was definitely he definitely wanted out of town. <clears throat> so um, this is probably the best place for him to go. You know, uh, definitely for a situation where um, they could just trade him heads up. You know what I'm saying for that for that contract. Then the Wizards did get back that pick, like you were that like you were saying, Cot. Um, and it's even great. It's even greater that it's a lottery protector. So it's definitely a good look for that. But um, I I would say the Wizards won this just just because with the with the with the Rockets got back like they they definitely don't know what uh what Wall is gonna be in his game is predicated off you know driving and you know really moving around more than like a KD would like he just can't pull up and shoot like KD so um he probably won't can't even dream about shooting like that so. Uh, 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 I, I don't know. It's just like a wild card. Like you don't know what he's gonna be, you know. So, I definitely think, uh, I definitely think the Wizards did good with this one. Um, it, it'll just be interesting to see how those two guys mesh. I guess it, it it shouldn't be too hard because Bill already played with somebody, uh, with 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 a wall. So it's kind of like, all right, it can't be too much different. But I'm sure it'll probably just be different um, uh, like nate you were alluding to just a different class of uh a superstar so um it'll probably be different in that degree but i i definitely don't think this is just be something that's just too crazy uh uh too out the way for the wizards and the Wizards. they may be coming for that seven eighth seed man i don't know it's, it's seven or eight, eight. you don't think they, you don't,
2: you don't think they get getting either First. the five or six seed Let's, so, see,
0: let's,
1: see. let's see. I got uh, you, I got, got, Bucks. you got the Raptors, you got, got, got Brooklyn, two. you got
0: the Celtics,
1: Boston, three. Heat well, three, I got Boston, four. I got Atlanta somewhere, probably in like in the eight range. I got uh, so I got I a, think you forgot eight, Toronto,
2: Toronto. So, yeah, I got Toronto. Toronto. Well, this is no order at seven. No, I got Bucks, Toronto, Celtics, Heat. Brooklyn, this is no direct order. Then I'd say Washington, the Hawks, and that's eight right there. Yeah, Washington or the Hawks. So they probably either slide in that six, seven seed.
1: So this this is how I
2: do I do
1: um uh, I had a Brooklyn, i have um Milwaukee, Heat, Boston, Wizards, um, Pacers. Wow, no, Raptors ain't on top you top eight. Raptors at seven,
0: then the Hawks at eight. I could rock with that. Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't see the Pacers sliding in that Eastern Conference.
0: Nick anymore, said nine no. next year. The the, the Pacers are always <laughs> perform in the regular season though. So yeah, well
2: you know we'll we'll see. They got a new coach and everything. They got yeah. pretty same personnel, yeah. but uh, but I see I can see the Wizards being back. Huh? Not. Did they maintain on the depot? Yeah, they did. Nobody nobody wanted them like we was talking about.
1: Yeah, his, his market gets shrunk up, for real. Yeah. But uh, let's get into this next one, man. We just need to, you know, it's a salute moment for for somebody who who media tried to beat up, you know, tried to drag in the dirt, Lavar Ball, man. And I, I hey, just got to shout him out just because he did what everybody said he wouldn't do. <laughs> Granted, it didn't go exactly the way it went, like, like he said, but shit, he got two out of the three right. Two,
0: two, I mean, of like
2: three yeah, of my, NBA. My You know what, what i <laughs> Jello in the NBA. So, no matter yeah. how it happened, he touching the NBA floor, which 99.9% yeah. of people can't even say.
1: And he didn't even have to touch it if he didn't want to, because he was just, he was going to be good for life regardless. Yeah. Like, man, I, I think, you know, a lot of people got to tilt their hats and definitely salute LeVar. And I definitely think, um, uh, I didn't see too much of that just in the media at all. Like I probably seen like one or two storylines of of people talking about it on shows and stuff like that. But I definitely want the the hate to be just as I mean, I definitely want the praise to be just as loud as the hate, you know what I'm saying? Cause it was he he got the hate already, you know what I'm saying? It by by the truckloads, but now you just gotta salute him. Even I, I think even then, with just with one son in the league, you had to salute him just because it's not a lot of people that's doing that. And he said it from the gate, from the start of his kids' lives. Like, man, hey, I would rather have my kids not worried about anything, and I invest into my kids. And my kids want to go to the NBA, so hey, I'm about to do whatever I got to do to get y'all prepared for the NBA. And he did it, so his job well done for him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. definitely salute
2: him. Shout out to LeVar, but it's three, it's actually three families right now. They got three brothers in the NBA. You got the Antetokounmpo's, you got the Nasus, Giannis, and I can't remember, Costas, you know, for the Lakers. You got the Holiday brothers. I actually, you know, I think theirs is even kind of more impressive just because, like, you know, you got Drew been in the league for a minute, Justin been in the league for a minute now and and Aaron Holiday got drafted first round too. So, you know, that's a pretty impressive uh, family trio, but man, you got to salute LeVar Ball, <laughs> even though, you know, his tactics were kind of odd, you know, a little unique early on, mm-hmm. you got to, you got to salute him. Um, just being a parent of, you know, three black boys, you know, beating the nice eyes in America, you know, that, in essence, you know, that's what they doing. Going to the NBA is is not a feat to take lightly. You know, I kind of wish he wasn't as loud but that made the brand, you know, the big baller hype, it might've died down now. He signed with Puma, but, I mean, these (coughs) dudes are making, you know, him and LaMelo are at least making millions right now early on. So, you know, you got to tip your hat to LeVar. He said it. It followed through. Um, So tip your hat to him. But, you know, I hope now that they're in the league, he kind of allows them to be their own people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, doesn't talk too much when they have bad games or good games. Just kind of let their careers, you know, develop on their own.
1: And I think, think, like, he's doing that because we've seen him take a step back. You know what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't been – as vocal as he was when, when Lonzo started. And I don't think he's been as vocal, you know what I'm saying, as uh as he was when Lonzo got drafted, when LaMelo got drafted. And definitely hasn't been really saying anything since leangelo has been able to get on the Pistons. But, man, it's just a salute to him definitely with being a, a great dad and, a, you know what I'm saying, more than anything, a great black dad because it's a lot of people who just would have went, went other routes and uh, just would have been fo- would have folded. Like, granted, yeah. his his business ventures for his sons didn't work out. Well, for Lonzo didn't work out at the start with uh trusting the wrong guy. But stuff like that happened, though, sometimes, man. And that and that shouldn't. If that's the only thing people got to say bad about him, then man, y'all say it. Cause at the end of the day, the most people that's talking cash trash about him can't can't say they got three sons in the NBA you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You say they got 3 million millionaire sons at that. So it was like, man, hey, <laughs> stop it. Whatever you saying is null and void right now. Cop, let me get your thoughts on this, man.
0: Hey, man, I've always appreciated LeVar Ball for what he was. He's always reminded me um he didn't he was no different than the AU dad growing up in my area. Um mm-hmm. so I always appreciated what he's done, you know, trying to put his kids on, putting his family on. Um and, and I mean, I, I always kind of saw through his tactics. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, it was just strategic marketing. Like, he was putting his, putting his brand on, putting his sons on, you yeah. know, put, applying pressure, and look what it's gotten. So, I mean, I never had any hate in my heart for the man. I thought, I mean, he's, he's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Ultimate entrepreneur. Like, I yeah. mean, everything you should – I mean, I, a person like me, I look up to a dude like that. So, yeah. I mean, I always – I mean, it's going to be haters everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Every time you want to – they don't like uh, <clears throat> black men voicing their opinion like that you know what i mean i'm like yo this is a dude who's on espn every other week saying just saying some wild take like you gotta but well, you gotta, well,
2: you gotta, yeah, you gotta really the only team. people the only I issue people had with lavar was like his hot takes were just so unrealistic like you know him beating jordan one-on-one type what, stuff but that's, that's just it. trolling that's what that's what everybody do that's on the internet
0: They it. it's <laughs> good, good uh Publicity is publicity, no matter what it is, you know what I'm saying? So you're going you to have some haters, you're going to have some, some, some fans. And, yeah. and you got to just live with that. And ultimately, we, we've seen how it's panned out for them. Three sons in the league, two sons went lottery, and, I mean, and other and bro just got signed. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm happy with bro. You know? thing,
1: real quick, just to cut you off. Um, Man, and it like you said, like he was getting on there, you know, talking talking on ESPN and everything. And I want the people just to understand, especially the media, it's different when you get on there and talk it and it happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Rather than him just getting on there just saying the wild shit like he was saying about carrying them, like I get that. That didn't happen, but I'm just saying the simple fact that of the matter of him saying that he's gonna get three of his sons in the NBA. That was his main. That was his main uh, premise, and it happened. So, right, you, yeah. people in the media, you can't really say nothing bad about this man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just say he didn't do it the conventional way, and people are used to the conventional way, and that's cool. But that just ain't the way he went, and he went the way he wanted to go, and his sons went the way they wanted to go. So, right. he, just, he did it his way, and there's nothing to be mad at that, for,
0: man. Yeah, man. Shout out, LeVar, man. OG Ball. A big drop. baller brand for sure. I, I heard
1: there was some people that ordered them shoes when they dropped and still ain't got them, but it's cool though, man. You know, <laughs> it's cool. It's all cool. They with Puma now so make sure you go. I don't even know if Lonzo got no Lonzo Pumas yet, but I'm sure they're probably no, Lonzo
2: not even with Puma. It's just uh it's it's just with, Mello. Mello
1: with Puma. Yeah,
2: Lonzo with Nike.
1: So is Lonzo a free agent?
2: Nah, he's with Nike
1: oh okay okay you don't yeah. have his own
2: shoe or nothing but yeah he probably won't
1: but <laughs> it's cool <laughs> it's cool man get that baggage but man let's move on to the next to this next one and we got scotty pimping he, he came out and said that he he hated well he told jordan that he hated the last dance doc and jordan told him to his face i can understand it you know what i'm saying so <laughs> I need to get y'all thoughts. So, actually, I'm going to start it off, man, because you feel me? First off, just salute to Jordan for keeping it real, you know what I'm saying? And in his face, telling him, like, yeah, I, hey, I understand, but not backtracking. Like, nigga, you know everything I said was what it was, and I'm not going to backtrack on what I said. It is what it was. So, I understand you. I respect I, I respect you not liking it. I, I feel it. But you you got some bigger fish to fry out here, son. You know, uh, the last, oh, the last... no, oh
3: no, oh no.
1: Yeah, you know, the last
3: stock You know what you need to be about. It's different things out here.
2: Um, yeah, he, he worried about the wrong type of passing, bro. You feel me? He he worried about the wrong type of passing. He, he don't need to be worried about the about the hoop court, bro. No. somebody getting passed the passed off the court. Hey, you know you. <laughs>
1: You know, Um, it starts at home. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta gotta make sure the the home good. But man, you know, I I, I don't have no problem with him having a problem.
0: Lock Scotty. Lock in. Man, (laughs) real sweet.
1: Man, I I don't have no problem with him having a problem with the doc though, just because I I feel it, it. It probably did kind of. Uh, open up something that he didn't want to be opened up. And I get it. Sometimes people don't want, you know, certain stories out there about themselves and that's cool. You know, so I, I could respect that, but, you know, uh, I don't think that Jordan really misrepresented him when you got Scotty live on camera saying, well, shit, I'm not about to play. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like just the the little temper tantrum Scotty was getting into. Cause he wasn't about to get the last shot off. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's just him. Wanting to sign for seven years for 19 million, then getting pissed off when he figured out he was getting underpaid. Like, bro, that ain't Jordan's fault. You signed that contract and he expecting you to come out here and bust your ass. Jordan signed a 30 million dollar contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I know the in the league and even in the NFL and the NBA, a lot of guys usually say they don't speak when it's other time when it's other guys' time to get paid. You know what I'm saying? They don't like speaking on other people's money. Because they don't want nobody to speak on their money, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. how they go about handling it, so you you can't really be disgruntled at that, um, and like I said, you got you got a lot of, you got, man, there's a lot of people out here you need to worry about, you need to worry about Malik Beasley's future. A lot of guys out here, but <laughs> man. Uh yeah. I got,
2: I got you. Um uh, honestly, like you said, I think Scotty had a right to be mad, but I don't think it was more so about reason about him being misrepresented because you know the stuff about him having a temper tantrum and not you know one in the last shot, that stuff was well documented when it happened. You know, it's just we're kind of just getting to see it now. I think he's more so mad. Like the whole last dance was really just like Jordan propaganda. In essence, you know, and that's kind of where the money was Uh, like a lot of people, even our generation, we didn't watch Jordan play. So, you know, seeing something like The Last Dance was like literally like a whole recap of his greatest moments besides maybe like one episode or or so. You know, so it it was a little bit of Jordan propaganda, but that's fine. Like it's a Jordan uh, moments with Jordan. It's a Jordan documentary. So, you know, that that's exactly how it's supposed to go. but yeah, you know, I don't think Scotty should be surprised at anything like this. I mean, I think it's pretty well documented Jordan, you know, likes to stroke his ego. Not to say that that's a bad thing, he's just a very confident guy, but I think that's pretty well documented and I think Scotty knowing that from playing with him to this point should know that this isn't something, you know, that's past Jordan. I don't I don't think the documentary was that bad. I don't think it really put Scotty out there like that at all, but you know, yeah. I I I guess I could see it in essence, but you know, this is really nothing in the grand scheme.
1: Yeah man caught you got
0: it oh yeah man um i mean hey like like nate said Nate summed it up very well i mean it was it was a jordan documentary and jordan's gonna tell his his everybody has perspectives and their own side of the story and he told it how he he saw it so i mean yeah. um i've heard that they didn't have the the best relationship when they played um they never were the best of friends um so i mean obviously i mean we did hear some you know some things to kind of expose scotty a little bit but obviously uh they were they were documented in the past and it it was actually true so i don't see as far as um him being undercompensated, um him throwing the tantrum about the last shot like i mean that stuff is true so i mean i don't see how he could be you know upset with that
2: it was Um, just a refresh for for the younger generation honestly and and, you know it's kind of like nostalgia value for the older generation. Like, oh, damn, like, you know, we seeing this whole, you know, Michael Jordan's kind of career, getting like a, a highlight of his career. Like, you know, it was cool, but like I said, like, he's going to tell it from his perspective, realistically. Why wouldn't you? It's a right. Michael Jordan documentary.
0: Right. So, I mean, it's unfortunate that he feels some type of way, but, I mean, it's, it's Jordan's side of the story. You need to come out with a, a Scotty Pippen documentary, tell his side.
1: Yeah, Bill you signed for seven years and nineteen. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: mm-hmm. tell you
3: should
1: well, your like, significant other. You know what I'm
3: talking
1: about? <laughs> 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 no, do man. It, <laughs> hey, Scotty, Scotty.
0: Hey, don't, don't blame you. don't blame your agent, dude.
1: Yeah. Hey, Just worry about what you got to worry about, Scotty. Don't worry <laughs> about you. Jordan Good, man. Jordan Good. Yeah. We got some bigger fish to fry. Fry those fish. You know what I'm talking about? But man, let's right to get into this next one, man. This last topic. We got man, we got LeBron, and this started a whole uprising in the in the group chat. But we got well, let LeBron me let me start this one off saying that he has two of the hardest rings ever. Ever. Ever, ever? Ever ever. Sandy got two of the hardest rings ever. So I need y'all to give me y'all thoughts on, do you think LeBron has the two hardest rings in NBA history?
2: All right, Maybe I'm going to tell y'all. You could know, go first. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Uh, I think he has an argument, but I think the Dallas Mavericks, uh, if you look back at their 2011 run and the amount of good teams that they had to go through, Uh, I would consider that probably one of the hardest ones, just based off personnel, too. I mean, they had to go through the Kobe's Lakers. Uh, This
3: is 2011.
2: uh, You know what I'm saying? They had to go through the Heat. They had to go through, uh, I think, the Blazers. I think that's a a pretty hard road, (laughs) just in terms of teams that you face, and they weren't the favorite seed in any of those matchups, I don't think. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and say that, you know, as much as I want to say the Warriors title is the hardest one, I can't really say that because, you know, he Got down 3 1. Like, there were no outside circumstances for him to have gotten down 3 1. I mean, you know, they did, they came back from it. I don't see his East Road being that hard, uh, that year, you know, to get there. I think they swept Atlanta that year, the number one seed. So, you know, I can't really say that that's that hard of a road, but I'll say this bubble one. I mean, just in terms of outside influences, uh, the unknown, um, people, you know, almost leaving the bubble, teams almost leaving the bubble. In terms of outside influences that a team can't control, I'm gonna have to go ahead and say, this one has to belong up there. I mean, it, it, it was the most weird season, like in history. So, you know, I'd probably say it, it would have to be on the hardest, one of the hardest ones.
0: Man, didn't, you on that, man. So, 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 I mean, I, I'm gonna have to kind of agree with Nate. I, I think that he does have an argument, but it's definitely not definitive. I mean, yeah, not yeah. definitive at all. I mean, this is not definitive at all. I can't give you. Um, I got to do some research, but I mean, the, the Warrior what was what that was that championship when he beat the Warriors. Um, was it twenty sixteen? Yeah,
2: twenty sixteen. Um, yes, back
0: three one, was that the first time that a team has ever come back three one in the finals? Yes, yeah. Sir. So I mean, he does have, he does have that case. You know, what I'm saying this was a seventy two wins. Actually, the greatest team regular season team ever in nba history that he came back uh from and beaten um after being down 3-1 so that's a that's a tough deficit so that that's a great argument and then although he was the lakers were favorite this year um like like nate said the, the pandemic <laughs> the bubble it's that, that was a different environment it was, it was a different landscape something we've never seen before uh the level of competition wasn't all the way there, I man. I feel like we didn't see the match of the Western Conference fi- uh, finals matchup that we wanted to see. That's um, their
3: fault,
0: though. That's I mean, yeah. That's <laughs> not. I mean that's not the Lakers' fault. Uh, they can't help who they face. All they know is that all they can do is win and and face the next opponent. Who who who's up? Who's up next? Um. So, but ultimately, it's it's still it's still a different type of different. Like I said, different landscape. So. Uh, I, I would factor that in there too. Um, as far as competition, no, I mean I don't think that. I mean, he end up uh, facing the underdog Heat, who came in, you know, the, like the Lakers were obviously favored uh, all the way through in that matchup. Um, but just because of the, the the parameters and everything going on, I feel like that it was. I, I would say that one was more unique than difficult. So I can uh, I can fact, see. Look, he, he does have he does have an argument.
2: Look, Micah, I can I can agree with what Kai just says. So this one was more unique than difficult. You got, but this is a conversation we had to clarify. Like, are we talking about hardest championship in terms of outside influences? Influences? Are we talking about hardest championship in terms of like who you actually went through to play? Because those are two different arguments. You know what I'm saying? There's been lockout seasons. That, not only the one that LeBron won, but there's been lockout season like the Spurs and stuff where people had limited practices, uh, limited you know time together. You know, limited games uh so you know those are different things but if we're talking about on court play I feel like the uh when he came back from the Warriors that has to that one at least has to be factored in the conversation I'll give you maybe maybe not the uh the bubble championship in terms of like who he actually had to go through but then again he went through three Hall of Famers right now in the first round well in the first two rounds at least Dame, Jay Harden, and Russell Westbrook three bona fide Hall of Famers then he came through the up and coming. I'm not. I'm not saying it's the hardest, stiffest competition ever, but I'm just saying, you know, like I can't say this is a a false ring, but it's not the hardest ever. Like I said, probably most unique, most difficult in terms of all court play. Maybe not, but you know, it has it. It has to be considered, bro. You've never seen nothing like this. before. I just feel like, like it's an it argue. has to be.
0: Yeah, it it's has to. Argue. be. You can argue it. It's not like straight up. Nah, you tripping? Nah. nah yeah. Nah. So, but it's definitely not <laughs> definitely
1: so <laughs> i i i you know I, I sat back and i heard both of you all like you know uh i heard nate you, you changed you changed the take up on the on the uh on the warriors one you said it is you know who he played on the route there then you said you'd give
2: it to him i'll give it to him because the 70 the 73 and nine and, and three one like you know what i'm saying yeah. I, When Kyle said the 73-9, I forgot that myself. But we can't act like that that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it happened, bro. So they were the best team in regular season history. So, facts. I will give you that.
1: But as far as him, this, this past one, no, bro. No, everybody was playing with those circumstances. That don't just make it hard. But that's why – it would have made it
2: hard for anybody. Like, you keep you, – that's why you keep saying that for the Lakers. Like, I would have said this if the Heat won. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have said they had the hardest title no, in history because the bubble. Like, I would have said No. I'm sorry. Right. I, I, I can't go.
1: Like, I, then, then – because, Nate, you said something. I don't know. Nate froze. I can't hear him. I'm sure you 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 still there?
0: Yeah, I'm still here.
1: All right, but – Nate said something in the chat that was like, you know, he he was trying to give his points about the bubble, and I wasn't rocking with it. He was basically rocking with it, bro. It wasn't any, you know, they ain't had no home court advantage. Bro, the games that they lost, they would have been on the road anyway. So except for Portland and Houston, those game ones, like those would have been those game ones. Those would have been on the Lakers court. But still, he got rid of it. Got rid of them in five. It wasn't hard, you know what I'm saying? That that's not hard. Then you got what? You which you, you lost to Denver, that game three. That would have been a game in Denver. You know what I'm saying? And then you lost to the Heat. Those two games you lost would have been games in Miami. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it's not hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? You just came out and you won. And it's mm-hmm. cool. I don't think this one was hard, just because if you're gonna say the the circumstances, I could say the competition he played. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I and Nate said that's why I'm like, nah, you can't say that because in the chat he was trying to say he that. was, the yeah. ring was hard. Yeah, so I'm man. like, man, Dirk just off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the toughest ring through and through with the regular everyday Degler things going on. That's the toughest ring ever. You know what I'm saying? Like because he, not to say he was a one man marching band, but he was pretty damn near the closest thing to it, you know what I'm saying? So,
3: yeah.
1: and he came through and beat them in six. So I, I have nothing wrong with LeBron having one of the toughest rings ever. I just don't count this last one as the toughest, as a yeah. one of the top toughest rings. Ever. Like, I just can't roll with that. Like, I could see one of them, that 3-1, that cool, because nobody never did that in the finals. Granted, the route to the to the uh finals was easy. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that difficult. But I still like
0: I mean you can you I still can't believe it was easy You can't say it was easy. Like it's, Why it's I don't easy.
1: say it was easy, but it wasn't as difficult as other like other people's route has been, like uh Keem in 95, you know what I'm saying, when he had to go through the east, or you know, even Dirk when he had to go through the west. I can't say it was that was as tough as that, but the finals was tough. That shit was tough as hell. So I, I give him that, you know what I'm saying? Coming back 3-1, I give him that all day long. But just saying he got two of the toughest ones, I, I can't roll with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, I can't do
0: it. So you can't even rock with it. It's not, it's not even arguable. It. No. It,
1: it, like, to me, it's not. Like, I one, definitely. Like, that 3-1, definitely. That's a non-debatable for me. Like, that's not arguable. Like yeah. that, because nobody did it in those situations against that team. You know what I'm but
0: saying? What those two champions have in common is which is exactly what you just said. Nobody has ever done them in those situations. It's the same thing that applies for that for this for this so last one. I mean, I'm not gonna say it was the toughest thing. So yeah, so, so,
1: so when they do the bubble again this year, is this gonna be the toughest ring?
0: I mean, nah, nah not they necessarily They're not doing the He
1: this just thing. can't change, like, come on, bro. I get it. Well, like
0: hard, hard. I didn't look, I, like I said, I'm not sitting here saying it's definitive, but he definitely does have an argument. This is a landscape. Michael, who it, was your who was the hardest? Like, look at Paul George, for instance. He was about to go crazy in the bubble just because he <clears> he, he couldn't he couldn't handle the the circumstances. Like don't get it the average person would think. Man, it's nothing to complain about. These dudes, they're making millions of dollars staying on the resort playing basketball. Everybody is different. Everybody doesn't have that mental strength that it takes to come out and give the same energy and effort every night on the court. Like, that that takes a lot. You know what I'm saying? It can't get – I've seen, like, even with this college – at the college level with no fans and stuff, like, guys really treat it as if, like, it's some – the the, the mentally strong treat it as as a regular game. Some some guys they, they they thrive off that fan atmosphere, you know what I'm saying. So it, it's 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 tough. But so I, I will say it is an argument. But I'm not about to sit here and say that this one was was super tough just because of who we had on this team. He was playing to get with another perennial all star superstar, um, the Lakers that they they built. So um, I I can't say that either. So I mean. Yeah, not, I mean, that's that I mean that's,
1: thats my point. You know yeah. what I'm mean? saying? That's my point. Like, at the end of the day, man, I don't know, bro. I, I just can't take it for just being like just the toughest one. If he wants to make that argument, go ahead, LeBron. Like, LeBron always want to make arguments about shit nobody trying to make. Like, nigga, like who cares, bro? And you don't have two of the toughest rings. Dirk has the toughest ring. Dennis, you. You
0: know what yeah. I'm saying? Like no, I, mean, I mean, that's still high on that list though. And
1: that yeah, but it, I'm st even then, like, that's even I can't even I'm not saying Dirk is just definite. Like that 3-1 is still, you know what I'm saying, depending on how I feel, that may be greater than Dirk's. You know what I'm
0: saying? Right. You know, right. be the, the yeah. all time in, in the regular season. So yeah. Uh, that's tough, man.
1: I just I just ain't going for that for the fully, man. I don't know what LeBron was on. I, I don't know. I, I ain't rocking with it, but I don't know. Well we, I want one more what's your thoughts on being hurt by what Kyrie said.
0: I couldn't hear you, bro. You repeat that?
1: I said one I said one more thing before we get out of here. What's your thoughts on uh him being hurt about Kyrie said?
0: I mean I feel like LeBron. I mean, he's, he's an honest guy. I mean, that was his true opinion. I mean, I can see why it would be hurtful, um, for him. This is a guy that he, LeBron. He's we all know the type of person he is. He's probably the most personable. Um, you know, he 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 really I could you could tell he genuinely wants to see other people succeed. So, I mean, Kyrie statement was kind of bold. Let's be real. Like he did play on the on the team prior. To being on the team with KD with an all-time great, and then just come out and say that's a bold statement. I can't even sit here and say that I agree with Kyrie's statement. I mean, that's how he feels, but I I kind of felt as though he was he was throwing shots, yes. you know, like so. Yes. I mean, I was being brutally honest. I mean, he was just being brutally honest. I can see why it would hurt a little bit. I mean, that's supposed yeah. to be his man. Supposed to be his guy. Uh, and he comes out and says some stuff like that. So that's—I mean, it's a little—it's a, it's a low little blow. We all know some shots, don't? But I mean, that's just how Brian, Brian is. I mean, he's, a, hes an honest dude, genuine. So you know, he was genuine in his, in his response. So I mean, I can't—I can't fault him for saying that.
1: He said he for damn, sure wasn't talking about Tatum because he looked down at the end of the bitch. Tatum gonna take that shot, he didn't make it, so he wasn't talking about him. <laughs> but but nah, uh. I don't know man I, I think i got mixed thoughts on this like i feel like you know i, I just feel like it wasn't even worth you know him getting into for real because it i don't know at the end of the day like it's like i said if it if it don't have a, a name on it then you know you can't really dig too much into that but i'm sure lebron i'm sure it ain't nothing that he really think about on the day you know yeah. like i said, it was probably just a course that yeah i bought up Right, right. Then and he just responded to it.
0: So I, I can't really, you know, yeah, get I'm it, pretty sure know. Brian ain't over here shedding no tears or dwelling on it. I Man, yeah, I mean, sure. like said, it was a question that was brought up, so he responded truthfully. And, yeah, I mean, you can't fault him that. I don't think it makes him look soft. I don't think it makes him. Mean, it's just natural human emotion. I mean, it's supposed okay. to be your guy, throw you under the bus. So it's like, it's like, damn, like. So it was cool. I wanted to see you win. We got a championship together. Like, we got your only ring in your career together. Without me, you don't get that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of it. was kind of wild for him. The wild state
1: without, and with, and without Kyrie LeBron wouldn't have got that one.
0: Yeah, know? but look, guess what? <laughs> Two way street without one or the other, hey, you don't do that. That's, it. So, right. that's you, all I'm
1: trying to say.
3: They a, yeah. together and,
0: they, and they accomplished something great. What we just discussed is possibly the greatest ring ever. So I mean, you gotta acknowledge that. To me, if you Kyrie Irving, like, don't forget that. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. He had just as he was a critical part in that that ring too. But mm-hmm. so was LeBron. Um, so it's it's kind of tough. But I mean, KD's my guy. So uh, I, I mean, I can see like KD. Me, KD's different. But come on, don't don't disrespect bro. Don't you don't gotta do that. And, do that.
1: and you can tell how KD coming. It's it's a KD year. It's a yeah. KD year. Yeah. I could like I could just feel it, bro. I could just feel oh, yeah. you know, like even him just disregarding all the hard and stuff, like he won more hard.
0: That's my little that's my little homie. I don't I don't yeah. stop talking about him. We we, yeah. we have the business on this side.
1: He won more hard and course and away from losing it. So <laughs> we <know. laughs> talk. So I think this is a KD year for sure. But man, yeah, I don't man. got nothing else. You got anything else before we check out, man?
0: Nah, bro, appreciate you having me today, man. Man,
1: appreciate you tapping in, for sure, man. Mm-hmm. Nate, appreciate him for tapping in, too. Like I said, make sure you go over there on National Sports Chat. Follow us, like, comment, subscribe everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, IG. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. And make sure you go over there, TLV Sports. Like, comment, subscribe. Facebook, Periscope, YouTube. Uh, yeah, like, comment, subscribe over there. till day we said what up. Follow us, follow me, follow COT, follow Nate, um, and hey man, we just follow Mike and friends the uh, the IG page, and we're just gonna make sure we keep coming at y'all weekly with this content. But other than that, man, we checking in and we checking
4: out, man. Mike and friends, yes, hey, sir. The blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these hoes, they keep listening. Niggas love to grow up with the boy and that fistes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings, and I'm past him like the times that he's living in. Okay. Man. If you saw what I flew here, you'd be like, he's sick it. If you're not running some top, we not gonna keep kicking it.
5: No seal, it's three, Lil Wayne and Drake, let's go.
4: Hey. The blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these hoes, they keep listening. Niggas love to grow up with the boy and that fishes but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings. And I'm past him like the times that he's living in. Okay. Man. If you saw what I flew here, you'd be like he's sickening If you're not running some top, we're not gonna keep kicking it Classics, I keep scribbling Lights in the universal building just keep flickering Money just keep coming in You would think I'm Irish the way that it stays doubling I could feed a country with the tax that I pay governments Whatever they're doing with my cash is very troubling Okay February came around. I used to get paid shoveling, So clothes, walk dogs. Trust me, I stayed hustling. When it came to school, there's no way that I'm A plus in it, so I just dropped out of it. Trust me, I'm not proud of it. Niggas get too comfy and they spot, they get knocked out of it. Niggas get a gun just so they can make props out of it. Shorty make a scene in the house, she get locked out of it. Yeah. You not about to be chillin' in this bitch with kick feet up I'ma make you bounce out this hole like Big Frida. Pedo used to throw a purple tent on a two-liter First private plane I ever rode was an eight-seater Before that, I got the bedroom high with a space heater On top of that, I didn't have shit to my name either That's real But now I'm giving house tours till it's back to world tours Play that mask off when they find a real cure I may not be good for it, but I'm real tour. Got no time for it but give Rich a meal tour. That's the only way I know how to express love. My dogs love sticks and drums like they quest love. All them jokes about Aubrey, they got me messed up. For real. I come with a lot of complications inside me. It's always people misleading me that are trying to guide me. Everyone wants to try me, but no one wants to buy me. Everyone wants to meet me, but no one wants to keep me. Everyone talking lemons when everything is peachy. Everyone got their hands out and it ain't to reach me
5: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone got their glass out, let's drink to wheezy Every nigga that stemmed me down just came to see me Chopping up a little cash cow, that steak I'm eating Check deposits, high rises with extra closets The sex platonic, I talk intelligent, taxi The electronic guitars whining, that's just Nirvana Tommy gun on the counter, I call it Mr. Thomas That'll keep niggas honest. I'm dozing off in the driver's seat, cause the seat get massages. That's some more point money, these numbers too steep for commas. I'm out of eye with niggas, I can't help but 2C beyond them. Got a 2C the problem. Niggas thinking they cold, I knock the flu season out of them. Bitches forget they hoes, and that's when Twinchy remind them. I used to fuck Gucci models, I'm fucking Gucci designers. I keep it 2G regardless. I'm getting too deep for divers, let me resurface. I'm flexing on purpose, she especially curvy. Bet she be serving every purpose. Perfect, I'm better than perfect. I'm sick, I need to see a medical person, eating all of these rappers with these edible verses, all I gotta be is all that I can possibly, she really, really into me, then suck it all about me, I'm proud of me, I don't know how to be sorry, apologies, you fucking with my mat, you better know some trigonometry, cause I'ma be busting. leave your llama bean at your mama feet. I flip the economy like Dominic Dawes, they say I'm trippin', I guess they wishin' I finally fall, I don't need war, I need a bitch that know I'ma need yours, I'ma need more, niggas is shifty like Honda Accords, fire alarm, ain't got no ceilings, we climbing the walls, higher than Y'alls, I fuck your bitch and she dying My arms lying, has roared No Ceilings 3 with my mind on the floor Holla at your board. This that BB King Lil Wayne featuring Drake Classic shit DJ Khaled, Khaled. No Ceilings 3 Little Wayne